Welcome to Craig Facts. If I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God! Man, what a great show planned today, man. I got my guys around me. How y'all, uh, how y'all whole ass niggas doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey, man, we got a special guest, man. Uh, my boy, Cope. Cope, talk to the people, man. What's happening? Happy to be here. Man. Cheers, anybody that's here. Cheers, man. It ain't every day us NBA fanatics get to hang with an, uh, a person that actually played in the league. Mm. All right. You know, I'm kind of familiar with your journey because I know it wasn't easy. Thanks, bro. You know, you was a free agent. You didn't get drafted. Right. Uh, you didn't average a hell of a lot of points in college. Right. But everybody always saw NBA in you. What is it about, first of all, when did you know I'm going to go to the league? Like, for sure. Like, I really got a shot. Uh, you never really know, bro. It's just like you just believe and you try to put your best foot forward because you don't want to look back with regrets. Right. right. You know right. what I mean? So um, you never really know. Um, and I didn't. I felt it coming like the last year. And, um, you know, I was just very blessed, bro. Like, I, I was almost in tears when it actually became real. You know? Really? Talking to you got weak? I ain't going to front you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, First rich, person I called was my mom's, bro. And I'm, you know what I mean? I'm fighting it on the phone, bro. Like, like we made it. You know what I mean? So it was, um, you know, and that's what it's about. I had, to, I had to claw to get there, but we figured it out. Well, you started from the bottom. G, talk about the transition from, from Jersey to Virginia. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Because, you know, you grew up in, you know, you grew up in Virginia. Jersey up until yeah. you were like 14, yeah. 15, yeah. and then you moved to Virginia. Talk about the circumstances that took you and the family there and how that transition worked for you. Um, we had major drama. I haven't even, I can't even put out just yet. No, right? Sure. And yeah. we had to get out and, um, you know, we ended up moving to Richmond. It was a totally different pace. And it was my first time adapting to a whole new, you know, cultures and people talk different. You know, the look is different. The energy is different. Um, I think it was one of those things that prepared me for life because I was going to be on the move for the rest of it, you know what I mean? So, right. But I was blessed to get down there, and I got to really get to see more and more action. I was telling him my, my, Amari, start, my Amari story. Yeah. I got to see top competition as I got older. Um, it, was a, it was a transition that came out of some BS, but it turned out to be what, what I needed, where I needed to be. Now, did you always take hoops serious, or you just got tall as shit? I'm <laughs> <laughs> tired of niggas asking me, can you dunk? Can you dunk? Can you dunk? You know, I hoop, and I'm kind of tall. Yeah. But you, like, really, you're a tall nigga. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, when did you start to take the game serious? Was it early or later yeah. in life? I don't know life for basketball. My brother, my brother um, who passed, um, raised me, you know, he, was, he always said that was our ticket, you know what I mean, to, to get out of situations. We come from very humble beginnings. So, you know, he said this ball is going to save your life and give you the opportunity to do things you never thought was possible, you know what I mean? So, my whole life I always knew this was it, yeah. you know what I mean? I didn't know anything about the ball. So, yeah. I'm just figuring out new stuff now. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace yeah. To, to Big Bro, man. Yeah, already. He, he was your first real coach, huh? First everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Him and my mom, they raised me, you know what I mean? So. Um, I look to them. I wear them on me at all times. Those two names, and um, yeah, I was again. I was fortunate, despite the BS, like to have them in my life because I wouldn't be here without them. All right, so co college, you went where? I went to Colorado, University of Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Okay. Again, we kept moving. Yeah, okay. we kept moving. That's pre-Pac-10, right? Pre -Pac -10. Twelve. Big Twelve. Okay, so y'all were Pac-12. I was Big Twelve. Eric Bieniemy. Okay. So I was Pac-10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were getting Kansas, Texas, and all them guys. Like, yeah. Right, right, right. So you go to Colorado. You do four years there. Two, the first two years, ah, 
Yeah. Third year, you start getting a little PT, you know. Mm -hmm. But that last year, you start killing. Mm -hmm. Talk about that transition from being just another cat on the bench to being the man on the squad. Mm -hmm. And that's part. That's just the work, bro. This is. You still always, like I said, I didn't know, but I always had that goal, and I had that. That is my guide, my shining. Uh, we call it guiding star. And um, I'm like, all right. In order to get there, I got to stay in the gym. I got to stay diligent with my work. Um, so in every offseason, I'm training with everybody I could. Ben Wallace back home, shout out to him, Corey Alexander, the people in Virginia that was fortunate to meet that took me under the wing and kept bringing me along and saying, this is in order to make it, this is what you got to do. Wow. I just kept pushing myself every summer and trying to make sure I was not the same guy they saw the year before. Right, right, right. That's Yo, I got a question. So what, is it, what does it take to go from the bench and take somebody's spot in front of you? More. Is that answer, right? So it's like... Yeah, I, you know, our kids ask all the time, like, how many shots do I shoot? How many this and what's the, how many laps run and this, that, and the third? The answer is always more. It's like that old, yeah, I remember that Kanye commercial yeah. with Kobe. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, there's, right. no, there's no answer. It's just like, when you know you, you've done more, that's still a thousand other people doing more. Like, everybody's doing a little bit extra. So what's the difference? You got to put yourself to the, to the limit. Yeah. Some days it's more than others, less than others, because you're giving it all you got, yeah. but it's, about doing more than you're supposed to. And even more is more, if that makes sense. Right, right. So wait, right. so a quick question. So when you're in a situation where everybody's working hard, you know everybody's buying for all these spots. For sure. What percentage of your success do you attribute to just the confidence that you had every day walking into that gym? Or what changed that like you flip a switch in your head and one day all of a sudden you walked in and you're like, I'm steroids. <laughs> I start taking steroids. I like to chew. I like to chew. Besides the steroids, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I chew mine. I just chew them. You know what I'm saying? Like Skittles. I was actually staring hard. Like, sort of like Skittles. Um, I can look longer than everybody else. I was on steroids. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, you know, confidence, confidence. Not, not to be, be cliche, but the confidence comes from the work, bro. You know, it comes from. You know, you go in the gym, you start seeing you're making a lot more than you used to. You feel that. You feel that from the work, from the practice. If you hit the gym and you, you lifting weights, you do it consistently enough, you're going to start seeing changes. That's just the way the world, you know, the world has rules. You put the work in, you get results. You so did you, did you go to the draft and put a suit on and yeah, not get drafted? Nigga, that's <laughs> That would have been worse. I'm glad I knew better. I'm glad I knew better. To get invited, to get to the yeah, draft and be sitting with been. your suit on, talk about how that process works for some of the players. Because yeah. you just can't that show up. Like, guys. I played at Wyoming State, and I'm here to see if I get drafted. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I, that has happened. You know, and they, they thought they was going be there. I didn't. No, they try to get it right from my from my knowledge. They try to get the right people in the room. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know it's happened for a fact, and I'm glad I'm not one of those. It had to be one. <laughs> nigga, one year he averaged three points a game. Nigga. Just, nah, he's not getting in the room. Well, stepped out on face like God. I know you're gonna get drafted. Right. Right. Let me ask you this, man. Um, can you tell the people what we don't see in the NBA? So some people mm, might look on it. We, we see you on the on the on the, on the court. Yeah. We see you interviewing, and we may see. I mean, you know, what else is there? Are there meetings? Are there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. what, what other stuff? Money development? How do you? You know, what what else? What don't we see? Yeah, there's a lot that goes into the production. It's a show, right? You know, just like the people see you guys now, they have no idea what's, what what it takes for this to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, I can go on for days about all the details, but um, just know that if there's you know, before a guy makes a shot, it's hours in the gym. Before he does a press conference, there's a whole media team behind it. Before 
um, you know, anything. It's just there's a lot behind the scenes that, that creates the production that is the NBA, and it's, it's global for a reason. Cole, so you don't get drafted, right? So you, so you got to do a tryout overseas. There's a team reach out to you like, hey, we want you. Like, talk about how you got from here to playing overseas and where you played at overseas. John Spencer, salute. Shout out to my guy. Um, my agent, <clears throat> um, he fought for me. You know, long story short, uh, part of my story, like when I first came out of college, I broke my foot uh, trying to dunk on J.R. Smith in a workout. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he even remembers that. Um, I, I, but we ended up being teammates later. It was dope. But um, I lost everything at that point. Like, you know, you coming out of college, you never played nowhere. And um, so I lost all the opportunities I had because I had decent numbers as a senior. And then um, when I finally got healthy, my agent, we had one tryout for um, Fort Worth Flyers in the D-League because couldn't get anywhere else. He's like, we got to go. And I was fighting him too. Like, I was like, bro, they're not, they not bringing me out there. They're not taking me seriously. Like, bro, this is all we got. I'm flying you out there. You got to do this. So I had one practice. And I, yeah, seriously, that, that one tryout a lot of set everything because right. I had nothing else. Yeah. So now I had one day, one practice, and thank God I did well enough. Ended up making the team. Then I had to go overseas, go overseas, go overseas, yeah. go overseas, and then I made it back. Okay, so you go overseas. What's the first team you went to overseas? Um, Santiago, San, Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Um, beautiful Spain. city, yes, Spain. I was in Spain, was the first place I went. Got cut twice for Serge Ibaka, what up, Serge? He knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a fun story. Cut twice in the same, it's a very long story. But um, that's my guy, Serge, since back when, when he, I knew him when he was a baby, 19, still figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we bounced around, went to another place in Spain, and went to Holland, went to Germany, then Belgium, and then back. Best women. What overseas country has the best women, man? Who were you leaving the condom off for? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> you already know it's going to be a 6'11", right? <laughs> black-looking white guy with a jumper to be a number one pick in 20 years. <laughs> he ain't going to have dreads. He's scratching my head. Like. That might be my boy. <laughs> that's, that's a little random. Uh, Barcelona, bro. My really? Favorite, my favorite city in the world. Barcelona. Oh, wow. The favorite city in the world. In the world, over, over American cities and everything. I'm probably not supposed to say that, but for real. What's so dope about Barcelona? Um, I always say it's like New York on the beach. Oh wow! Like if you imagine, like the weather is like it's like that, and year oh. round is solid. It's, you know, it's got everything: architecture, nightlife, um, food, history, mountains, beach. I mean, everything. Yeah. Beach, whatever you're looking for. So, my favorite city by far. Oh, Barcelona. Wow. I gotta see it if y'all haven't been. Wow. Yeah, quick question. Okay, so. <clears throat> All these people that helped you along the way, like your agent, your mother, uh, everybody else, when you first got the first check, did you feel an obligation to try to reach back and take care of everybody so you kind of spread yourself too thin, or mm -hmm. did you keep it all to yourself or just go crazy with that first one? Uh, the first one, I, I don't even remember. It, it, I think I, because <laughs> my first check was the D-League. I remember that being, at that time, like, um, my first professional check, I remember when I was done, and I remember I was hurt, so I didn't get healthy till like halfway through the season, and I finished that season. Um, I remember having like five five thousand dollars, and at that point, I was like, "Oh, I got five thousand my own money." I thought I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm up, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, that was going like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and I and I was probably on rent honestly at the time for real. Um, so, you know, my first big big purchase probably in the league. 
Um, yeah, it was definitely my crib, which, you know, we, me and, I would say, my, it's ours, my mother, and my mother and myself, you know what I'm saying? But my mom is more of those, more of the ones that's like, she stands on, and not to disrespect anybody else's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. shooting at nobody, but my mom is like, she's not one of those that comes around like this, like, give me, give me, give me. She's just not that person, you know what I mean? That's, we all taught to go get it. Um, I definitely take care of her. I definitely, like, do everything. Anything she needs is mine is hers, you know what yeah. I mean? But she never felt, gave me pressure. I felt like um, I had to do anything that made me uncomfortable. But I've seen that story. Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason I asked that. I know yeah. sometimes people feel these obligations and then they, they run, they like to burn the wicked both ends. And yeah, yeah. Who's musty in the league? Like, every time I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can a nigga put on some deodorant or something? Yeah. Because yeah. every time, it's got money. It's one of the African players. I'm going to sip on this <laughs> right here. <laughs> Shout out to Snoop. <laughs> Shout out to Snoop. This is it's amazing. It's got to wine. be one pissy, musty, musty nigga in the league. They're everywhere. Doing on purpose. I got a question. Yeah. Um, who'd you dunk on? Who did I dunk on? Am I gonna say that? You gonna say it? Come on, man. Let us know. I wasn't. I we took, saw it. I mean, I, I I feel like I caught a few people. You know what I mean? Um, that it was. It, I'm not gonna throw people under the bus in that way. But I mean, I I've had Already. success. Just had a team. Front of millions. Oh you know <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You I mean, on him, so you nah. Might as well. I mean, I was more of a bucket getter anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't really like a high flyer. I've done it. It's been on, yes, things on camera, things like that. But like. I ain't gonna throw nobody under the bus. Okay. Let yeah. me ask you this question. <clears throat> you mentioned agents, yeah. right? Let's, can you go in a little deeper? Like, how did you find? How did you find the agent? Did the agents show up? Was it multiple agents? Did you know mm -hmm. which one to trip? I yeah. mean, to pick. Yeah. Find them on Craigslist. Was they trying to get <laughs> <Right. laughs> That's exactly where you find them, right? Right. right. Did you find a shady Put one? out an ass. Hey, right. Nigga like yeah. basketball can talk good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need somebody to talk to these NBA niggas. <laughs> 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 these NBA niggas. Right? No, I mean, I've had, I've had, I've been very fortunate, bro. Like even the story he was talking about, um, I haven't, I haven't had those situations. My agents, they won. You know, we talk, we talk every day to this day. John Spencer again, salute. Um, he found me. You know, and that's usually how I think it's supposed to work. You know, every, every, I'm sure y'all go, y'all hear like, you put me on with this, da da da. da. It usually never works out when somebody like kind of like pushes it. It's yeah. usually the other way around. They come and find you, and it's usually a better situation because now you know they want you, they want to represent you, they're more motivated. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, heck yeah. Nigga, my first days in Giorgio stole all my money. I was like, hey, just represent me. Who, Giorgio? Giorgio? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds like 